This is a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons with each other. Together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, 5th edition, Dungeons and Dragons adventure. My name is Paul. I'm your dungeon master. I'm your friend. I'm your next-door neighbor. And tonight, I'm uh, joined by a few friends of mine. And we're looking through your window. Be afraid. I like those socks. Those socks is fluffy. (laughs) I'm Jeffrey, and I play Cured. Hey, I'm Felicia, and I play Mogret Stonefire. My name is Zach, and I play Chris. Chris! And, well, we still don't know what's up with Claren. He did. <laughs> hey, we're excited to get back to some Dungeons no, & Dragons. Uh, but before we do that, first, let me just say thank you all so much for all of your support. Uh, I know we have a lot of fans out there who love us and share our stuff on social media. Some of you even go to patreon.com slash makebelieveheroes and support us with your hard-earned money, and we are so very, very thankful for that. Uh, In fact, if you support us, even at the $1 level, we will give you a shout-out live on the show, acknowledging your wonderfulness, just like friend and fan, Greg Puckett. What's up, Greg? Whoa! Yo, Greg! Thank you, Greg. My G. Thank you for your support. You're, you're Greg? What? Thank you for loving us. Uh, we um, hope that we are continuing to live up to your standards, Greg. We probably another are, way, though, and that's okay. An, uh, that's uh, Another <laughs> way that you can support us uh, is by simply going onto iTunes. Eating spaghetti. Eating spaghetti. Uh, going onto iTunes or onto spaghetti. Good Pods or Podcast Addict, whatever podcast service you use that will allow you to do so. Bad and leave pods. us a five-star Review, yeah, bad pods. It's the uh, it's the competitor to good pods. If you leave us a five star review, we will eventually one day read it live on the show, just like this review that Felicia is going to read. This is an amazing podcast by Um Okay. Um Okay. I have been listening to this podcast since episode twenty three, season one, and it is amazing. The audio quality is great, and the players are hilarious. Keep up the good work. Also, my favorite character in season four is Chris. <gasps> yeah, boy. It happened. Wow. We were waiting for this moment. Chris, you have a fan. That, that makes one. We got one. Um, you have one moment. fan. Is um okay an arsonist too? <laughs> um okay, you are the wind beneath Chris's wings. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. You're the fire in his fireball. <laughs> you put the arson in arsonist. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, okay. Um, uh, one thing I would like to know is you're the best. You said you've been listening since it. episode 23 of season one. I wonder, did you go back? Did you listen to episodes one through 22? <laughs> yeah, or did you just start with 23? No, those were um, lame. Don't, don't worry about, about, about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's all good. They're like, people keep talking about this flying boat business. I have no idea what they're talking about. But anyway. I'm just going to keep going. Thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate the review, and you rock. I see what you did there. Chris and oh, never mind. Time for another review, real quickly. This review is from Beans Gaming. Beans, beans, and it was beans. left blank for Jeffrey. Oh no! To fill in, 
So, Jeffrey, uh, when you're ready, Beans Gaming. Welcome to this minute of Jeffrey complimenting every one of his characters. <laughs> okay, I got this. No problem. I could probably predict what this will be. This is a great podcast, especially the characters. Kjorg, Sir Vance. Are y'all ready? Let's, let's hear it. Yeah. It's ready to make Beans' dreams come true. <laughs> this uh, review was written by Beans Gaming. The review says, Beans. This podcast is probably the greatest podcast ever oh. because of their love for beans. <laughs> the love beans. episodes we like beans. where they say, roll that beautiful bean footage are the best episodes ever because beans are amazing. <laughs> and if you like beans and podcasts, you should listen to this show. Wow. And join the Discord where they even have a bean uh. emoji. True, we do have a bean emoji. It's been a pleasure leaving this review. (laughs) 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 And that's it. Wow. That was... Wow. Thanks, Beans Gaming, um, for the five-star review. It has been our pleasure. Uh, Now it's time for the rolling of the giant blue D20. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Twelve. Twelve. We have rolled a twelve. Eh, it's okay. Okay, well, let's talk about what happened last time on Make Believe Heroes. Last time, our adventurers found themselves in Ruined Cathair. Whilst there, in Ruined Cathair, uh, the group were able to catch up on some rest, uh, hang out some with Chris's family, and, of course, they had a long and important conversation with Hope and Kel about the future. After having done this, the group headed over to Chris's workshop there. Well, I should say Gearby's workshop, where Chris used to work. And Chris began to work on some cool new magic items, not only for himself, but for Kjork, Mogert, and their missing friend, Claren. After spending the night working on these things while Kjorg and Mogert headed back to the Chris household to get some rest, the three of them gathered what they needed, grabbed some breakfast, and departed the house toward the train station early in the morning. Reaching the train station, they spoke with uh, one of the attendees there, uh, Chris's old friend, Stephen. Stephen. And then they descended into the depths where they entered into a driller train headed toward Dimmerhold. So, you all feel the vibrations all around you come to a stop as the driller train reaches its destination, bursting through into the tunnels beneath the Icefall Mountains. The three of you are the only ones on this particular train, so you exit per the instructions of the attendee, being careful to avoid any of the molten rock. You step out onto the metal walkways that have been uh, extended out onto the tunnel, and you are now walking outward and upward. Chris, you remember this tunnel very well, for it's the exact same place that you exited uh, somewhere around a week ago when you first came to Dimmerhold with Zinx and Zalbar. You are all walking, dark tunnel. There's some lanterns lit on the walls for a while. Okay, so uh, while we're in this tunnel, I, I guess I should give you your stuff. Um, I start reaching in. I'm like, Mogert, here's the amulet back. You did it. Do not press the center stone unless you're ready to use it. 
Oh, okay. Uh, It'll take some some hits for you when you and do. When you press it, you have to say, Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. Or it will not activate. Yes. Yes, that's, that's true. That's really odd, but I guess that's how magic works. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Kjorg, let me see your hand. Don't actually take it off. <laughs> I show my hand. Like, in your palm, I would say, is probably where that uh, the indent for it is. And I just snap the stone into place. You see the illusion of your hand disappear and then uh, cover it back up once the stone is in. Mm. Okay. That's it. It was just a cool trick. Oh, you just put a you put a rock in my hand. Yes. Uh, how do I do? How do I make it work? Squeeze really hard on the weapon you're using. Just push the button, or just go. Well, well, yeah. But if you're if you're holding the weapon, you have to you have to squeeze against the handle to just do the Spider Man thing. That works too. Just be Spider Man. Just be Spider Man. I mean, that's does Kjorg know Spider Man? Yes. No Spider-Man. Cool. 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 Cool, cool, cool. We did it. So as you guys continue forward, you you know you know it's just a little bit of a walk before you get out of the tunnel. The tunnel is designed where no one would find it without knowing where it was, so you have to go through the exit the same way that you did before. There is, I'm pretty sure, like a hatch you have to go out through, if I remember correctly. And when you do, you step out of the hatch into the frozen, white, snowy Glimmerdale Forest. Yeah, Christy, you remember Nero, right? Yeah, the the dude who bit you. Yeah, there's this guy yeah. I know. His his name is actually not Spider Man because it's actually arachnid humanoid, and he's kind of like Nero. Sweet lord. So he was bit by an arachnid, and he what? Now he can, he has spider powers. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Can he swing from a web? Yes. Nice. So you guys are trying to find <laughs> Nero's place, right? Like you've been there before, but you know, you're you're coming from a slightly different place and but you you kind of know the direction you're trying to go, correct? Speaking of Nero, we need to head to his place. So what is Nero going to do to help us? <laughs> are we going to get his whole wolf army? That would be really cool. Yes. Oh, really? Definitely. And they mm. can probably sniff out where Claren is. Mm. Sniff it out. Do you think Nero could also teach you how to control yourself instead of trying to kill Mogert? I hope so. That would be great, you know? Yeah, she only has so many hit points, bro. She's got a lot. Now she has more. I've actually got more than Kjorg, just so you know. It's true. Impressive. Okay. All right, so I pull out my magic compass. Which way are we going? Mm, let's head west. So you're not really sure. Uh, you weren't, like, mapping it when you went the first time. But you guys all kind of have an idea of where you were, so what I need is survival checks. We'll call it a group survival check. So everybody roll me a survival. 17. Uh, mine's a 15 total. Got an 8. Total? Yep. Mogert's spinning in circles. Ah. So, <laughs> what... Mogert's like, I don't know where I'm at. Um, so with the group check, a 15 and a 17 uh, is sufficient. So yes. with Chris's map and Kjorg's directional memory and, and Mogert chiming in as well from time to time, you all have a pretty good idea of where you need to be. 
and there are certain things you recall. And also, let me just mention, the storm has basically stopped. There's a, a breeze blowing. It is cold because it's icy and cold out here. And there are flurries in the wind, but there is no more blizzard blowing, which was the deal that you guys made with Nero and the draconic woman figure. But just so you know, your deal worked, and you seem to be blizzard-free. Does anyone remember what the entrance to Nero's cavern looked like? It looked like a hole. It was a tree going down into a hole. See? Very good. Branches. It was. I don't remember at all. It was a tree. It was a... It was as if a, there were like two trees, I think, but if, if I remember correctly, it was as if one had uh, been like uprooted uh, and like slipped in sideways over a sinkhole and part of it was like sticking down into this giant hole. And so you all were able to kind of walk down this giant branch and kind of shimmy down into the hole. Yeah. So that's what you're looking for. And Chris, with his real life history check, remembering that, uh, kind of shares that information and so the three of you looking for that and kind of knowing the general direction you manage to find it you know relatively quickly it probably takes you about an hour or so to get to where that is you know it's not like walking down the street you're going through the snow you don't know exactly where it is you find it you all climb down yep yes dexterity saves just kidding you make it down in there you make it down you make it down in the hole you guys climb down in the hole um, and it is just as you remember it is a damp and dank cavernous tunnel leading further in. So, you all start walking? Yes. Just as before, you walk for a while. Don't hear anything. Don't see anybody. Don't hear anybody. Don't see nothing? Not yet. So, last time, wasn't there a bunch of wolves in here? Like, where's our army? Should we call for them? Y'all start howling? Yeah. The uh, the cave kind of rings with your little fake howls, and uh, then you hear a growling sound. We did it! And you hear it coming from behind you. Oh. Turn around. Turn around. Yeah. You see standing there a very tall, white-furred wolf. Turn Uh, around. You, Rick. You <laughs> you recognize Turn the wolf, Kjorg. It's the same one that you fought last time when you guys were fighting out in the snow, uh, whose name was oh, the girl? Zara. Mm-hmm. Zara. Are you talking about Nero's wife? Zara. Zara. Uh, and she is growling at the three of you uh, as she kind of comes up out of the darkness and walking towards you. Whoa, whoa. You know us. Where, where are the people? Cha- where are the champion team? You see her kind of like hesitate, uh, and then she starts like sniffing around you all. You remember the one that spared your life? And then she locks eyes with Kjorg. Where's Nero? Nero is ahead. I see you have returned. Yes. She walks up like close to you. She's, you know, pretty tall. She's like, uh, get her snout right up in your face. That's pretty tall. It's like, well, she's huge. She's a huge creature. She sniffs around your face. I sniff back. (laughs) She kind of like circles around you a little bit. I spin around. You do like a pirouette? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Follow me. And then she begins to walk, continuing in the same direction down the tunnel. You follow after her? Yes. Yes. All right. You do so, and uh, much like last time as you guys further and further in and the uh, the tunnel starts to kind of widen out a little bit 
you notice the sound of other footfalls and you look and there are a bunch of other wolves now coming in around you. Many of them are staring at Kjorg. They seem to be particularly interested in him. Um, you, you feel a little, like, nip at your ankles a couple times, Kjorg. Not like in a dangerous way, but in like an almost playful way. And then you'll look back and you'll see like a smaller one hopping back away from you. Kjorg, it's like they recognize you as their own. Kjorg bites him. So then I, uh, you know... <laughs> I get on all fours and try and you know try to play around like a dog would. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. All right. You get down on all fours and you're like, and growl. yeah, you're growling and, and messing with them. Uh, a couple of them are like hopping around, obviously like younger ones. They're kind of yipping and dancing around and acting silly. Make a Constitution save. <laughs> <laughs> I turn into a wolf. <laughs> okay. You get up. You all keep going forward. Soon you come to the place where the tunnel widens out and opens into a large opening. There is a, uh, there's the platform. There is the platform on the far end, uh, just like last time, made of like stone, dirt, branches, kind of just roughly put together. Atop the platform in the center of it is Nero. His fur, just as you remember it, solid white, but around his eyes and snout, there is a design of black fur, uh, like two stripes coming down from his eyes along his snout and then down over his lips and then connecting on the bottom of his jaw and you can see those same lines of black fur in strange places all over his body like curved stripes and his eyes are pure white solid white you step forward into the room and all the playfulness of the other wolves and different things it just kind of stops and they all spread out as you three walk forward and Nero is looking down on you hello Nero hello Welcome. Welcome back, Kjord. We found Kilmont. I thought as much. Our mistress, she left. She was summoned by her master. Maybe I can talk this time. <laughs> he looks over at you. He didn't say anything, he just looks at you when you say that. She's a real jerk. Does that mean your oath has been fulfilled? We may hope so, but we await word. From our mistress. So, do you just have to wait here, or can you leave? I may come and go as I please. That's what I thought. Why do you ask? We need your help. Oh. In what way can I help you, champion? You remember our friend, Claren. Hmm. The gangly fellow. Yes, I remember him. Where is he? Gangly? We don't know. That's the problem. You lost him? Um, yeah. Or he was taken. One should not lose the members of their pack so easily, champion. This is true. What can I do to assist you? Well, <laughs> there are a lot of you. Do you, any of you remember the scent of him? All the wolves kind of look around at each other, and you, you see some, like, sniffing and, like, pawing at their noses and different things. And Nero kind of, like, uh taps his paw on the rock and they stop. It has been some days since we have encountered the four of you. I should say that none of us would quite remember the scent. But besides, did you lose him in the forest? Mm. No. Where do you think that he is? He, potentially he is in Dimmerhold. I am afraid that we will not be going into the city. Hmm. And why not? 
We are not welcome within the walls of the city. Or have you forgotten how that my children devoured visitors just some week or so ago? But we talked to the king. He Surely he would understand. Certainly the king may understand, but in my experience, our kind are not welcome within the halls of men, elves, dwarves. Hmm. Or gnomes, he says, looking at Chris. Well. Why'd you look at me? You're a gnome. Yeah, but I have no problem with you. (laughs) I just didn't want to leave you out. I got friends that would really like you. So wait a second. If Kyor goes to Dimmerhold and turns into whatever he tried... He tried to kill me, Nero, honestly. Uh, you, You bit him, remember? He kind of perks his ears, perk up, and he looks down at you, Kyorg. Yeah, do you know how to control this thing? That would be great. I don't want to lose an arm. Actually, Chris, if I lose an arm... Yes, I can. There's like a weird chorus of like not yipping and not really howling, just kind of like chatter coming from all the wolves around the room. And they kind of like start pushing up against you guys and like get in between Chris and Mogert and Kjorg and they kind of like isolate Kjorg and push him forward, like nuzzling him and pushing him forward. What are you doing? <laughs> I try to start walking through the crowd. Yeah, they don't let you. They like they like get in your way and block you up. I try to climb over them. Okay, Kjorg, <laughs> you are pressed right up to the to the like edge of this um, this platform. And Nero has now stood up and is walking forward and like leans his head down toward yours. And he's huge. Oh, he did. Huge. <laughs> big old head is leaned down right in your face, and like his his nose his his nose is like almost touching your nose and when, once his nose is, is right down he starts like sniffing I sniff back okay you have experienced the change how long now uh, it wasn't very long since after we left like the next day he was running a fever I'm surprised it happened at all. I expected it to happen before you left. When it didn't, I assumed you were in some way immune. Strange that it would take so long. I was half immune. Oh, half immune. Interesting. He had resistance. Tell him what uh, Paylor told you. He said if if uh, if I lose control again, then he would take it away from me. That's what Paylor said. Paylor. God of the humans. God of the sun. Yes. Your sarcastically symbols. <laughs> See, and then I show him my shirt. You have an interesting relationship with the god, Paylor. He speaks to you. I'm his champion, also known as the people's champion. Hmm. Interesting. This must be why it took the curse so long to take effect. You call it a curse? It is a curse. You don't know how to make it a blessing? (laughs) I don't mean it is a curse in the sense that it is hurtful or harmful, although it certainly is. I mean, it is a curse. It is my curse. And... Now, you are also a part of that curse. 
So we're like blood brothers. Yes. Could you curse me? Quite, quite literally. <laughs> yeah, can we be like a blood family? Like He looks at the other two and he's... I am not certain that you fully grasp the gravity of what has occurred. I must apologize. I try not to spread this curse any more than is needful. Uh, in our battle, things got so heated, I, uh, I lost control for a moment. So if we were also cursed, would Kjorg, when he turns, see us as family and not try to attack us? You wish to join my pack? Do it, Chris. Do it. Woo! Go, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You realize... I don't know. I don't think you realize. He doesn't. He I doesn't. Don't, I don't realize. Well, Chris, think about it this way. Last time when I transformed, I almost killed Yogurt. He did. And honestly, I almost killed Kjork. No, you wouldn't have killed me. Yeah, I feel like he would have come out on top there. Uh, I don't know. I uh, am also an ancestral guardian. I am, you know, strong now. This is not a matter of who would have won. It is a matter of... Well, it is a matter of madness. How can we stop the madness but keep the power? You can't, Kjork. How do you do it? I don't. So you just slaughter people? Hey, Kjork, you got that jerky? Show it to him. See if he goes crazy. <laughs> I am a beast. You are a beast. That was a that was a difficult fight last time. I'm also a beast. I have wrestled this curse now for centuries upon centuries. I was its first bearer and the father and king of all of kind. But even I, if I wield this power, I risk losing myself in those moments. I have slain those closest to me. It is a curse. But sometimes you can control it. Yes, at times. I have more control than others. The only control that I can teach you, Kjorg, I can teach you a way to summon it, to activate this power. So should me and Chris, like, scoot over it or something, because... But when you do, understand that each time, and I mean every time that you allow the curse to take you, you will be faced with a challenge, a challenge of heart and mind. You will risk losing yourself for a time. If you fail that challenge, consequences may be very dire. Mm. I should also mention this power comes from a place of darkness. And Pelor is quite literally light. I do not know how the two will exist in harmony within you. It's not something I've ever seen done before. But I expect that eventually one will drive out or consume the other. Hmm. <laughs> I think Chris would probably just be standing here with his mouth open like, yeah, never mind. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> P 
Paylor said he's got it under control if anything bad happens, so teach me how to use it. <laughs> Winner day! <laughs> All right. He leans down a bit further, like gets down on, uh, like on his belly, and like reaches his paws forward, and they reach down, and he places one on each of your shoulders. And then he leans down and like lowers his snout so that his forehead pushes up against yours. And when he does, you hear a sound, almost like a, it's weird, it it happens in your mind, but it almost feels like like a little chime. And when it does, when you hear that noise, um, it is, it sounds like a chime, but you can also like understand it in a way like it, it sends an emotion through you, like a sound, like a word would, you know what I mean? Like some strange, almost like otherworldly language. And when you hear that chime, you feel it start and you transform. Hair, fur starts growing all over your body, you kind of like creaking and cracking and stretching in different directions. You know, you, you fall down on all fours, your mouth stretches out into a snout, full on wolf Kjorg. Yeah, boy. So he's like basically the opposite of Nero in colors. Solid black furred with some white lines on his face mm-hmm. and stuff Very like cool. that. Very cool. Mogert's not going to grab Turtle Rock, but she's definitely ready. Keep her hand close. At any moment. Chris is definitely have his sock undone as well. And you know how half-orcs kind of have bigger tusks, fangs sticking out? Yeah. So when he goes into this form, they would just be like giant tusks. Give me a strength saving throw. Can Paylor reach us in this little cavern? <laughs> I mean, you better, you better hope, dog. You better hope. I will pick him up and throw him out. That is a 12. Total? 3 plus 9. You rolled a 3? Oh, I did. snap. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's what I rolled earlier. Dang, bro. I gave you your best stat. You rolled a freaking 3. And me and Chris are the only human like, yeah, people. This now, you is guys bad. Are, you guys are like back. You guys are back behind the wolves. Yeah, You're not still, up there close to it. You know. You are you one second, then you start feeling the change and all that. The further you get, the more fur you grow, the more like you feel your body changing, the more animalistic your mind becomes. Wow. And suddenly you're not thinking about Dimmerhold, you're not thinking about Claren, you're not thinking about Mogert or Chris or Paylor or anything. You're just thinking about rending flesh, being hungry. You're thinking about wanting to run wild and free and, and hunt and kill. Yes. You howl. Nero hops down on top of you, puts one of his paws right on your neck and like slams you onto the ground and has got your neck pinned to the ground. And you're not like a wolf, you know what I'm saying? You're like a big, chunky, meaty wolf man, uh, wolf work person. So like you, you, you can get down all fours like a wolf, but you're a lot longer and, and like lankier and and uh, I mean you're don't you're wrong, you're you're meaty, you're a beefy boy. Beefy. But you're not just like all the other wolves around you. You are a somewhat humanoid-formed wolf with this black fur and the white lines. As he hops down and puts that paw on your neck, he transforms. You're polar opposite. White fur with black lines. Huge, long snout, big, like five-fingered hands with long claws. And he's got one wrapped around your neck, and he's got you pinned to the ground. And he leans his big, long maw right down in your face. Oh, sweet dirt better. This is about to get good. (laughs) They start howling all across the room. I start howling. 
Ow. <laughs> he leans down, growling in your face, Kjorg, and he says, Get a hold of yourself. Make me another save. Make me another strength save. Strength save? Okay, mm. that's a 15. Okay, that's, that's better. Yeah, it's still, still not, not great. Place. Not great. Um, you, you hear him. But it almost sounds like his voice is coming from a long way. Like, you can hear him in your ears fine, but it's like it has to go through a fog to get to you. And you hear him telling you, you need to get a hold of yourself. And when he does, you remember, like, who you are. And you remember Paylor's promise. Uh, and then you feel fear. So, make me one more save. That's a 26. Ooh. Okay. I'm just going to tell you, if you'd have failed this save, you were going full feral. Ah. Um, he got a three. You, uh, you like, you're growling and you're kind of pushing back against the the claw that's got you by the neck, and, and but in your mind you can you can sense what's happening, you, and you suddenly kind of like grab your fortitude and ah, bring yourself into submission, and you chill. You can now, uh, when that happens, Nero lets go and he steps back and you can stand. Kyorgi. How tall am I now? Any taller? Yeah, you're a little bit taller. I mean, Kjorg's already pretty tall. He's like six, six and a half feet tall or something. Seven feet tall. How seven tall feet tall? Yeah, he's like he's like two inches taller. Yeah, boy. Can Mogert go over to him? Uh, if you want to. Mogert's gonna go over to him. As okay. soon as she takes steps towards me, I'm like, ah! <laughs> hey, girl. So, Kjorgi, are you... Are you there? Is it you? Yeah, it's me. It's been me the whole time. What are you talking about? <laughs> you just use it as super normal. Just like, <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? It's me. It's Kjork. I want to walk up behind Mogert. Look over. Uh-huh. Sit. <laughs> no, you. So, Nero, is it... Is he fine now? Or For now. How long does this last? Until your body gives out, or you dismiss it. And I can just activate it now? Yes, but let me warn you again. Each time that you do, there will be a challenge. Mm. You almost failed it this time. Yeah, things got a little hazy there for a second. He, like, howls. And as he does, he forms back into his still exceptionally large wolven self. Then I dismiss my wolf form. Okay. You form back into your regular old silky skin, Kjorg. Now you understand the gravity of this power. Yes. You must be wary of using it in the presence of those who are innocent and those who are your friends. But perhaps you're correct. Perhaps your god will take care of it, as you said. He better. And me and Chris, and also Claren, will we will do everything we can if if things go south, and and Paylor can't help. As long as you keep this curse and walk amongst the hairless, you walk on the edge of a claw. It is a difficult balance to maintain. Be careful. I've got pretty good balance. I'm sure that you do. Alas, is there anything else that I can do for you, Jemian? You think I could smell out, Claren? Yes. I don't know if Mogert would have anything 
in her bag that was Claren. Well, he just said I could do it, so. I know, but, like, does he know the smell, or does, like, he remember? I think traveling with him for... Yeah, I mean, Cure's been around him a lot more. He could probably just go off of his memory. Cool. Well, Nero, hopefully that lizard bat woman will release you from your oath. I hope so. And since we're blood family, I'm sure we'll see each other again sometime. I believe you are correct, Kjorg. In time, we may meet again. If you can. Yes. Maybe on the day of the winter solstice. The winter day. Be close by to the city. Oh. And be ready to help with something. What sort of something? There could be a great battle that day. Oh. Yep. Well, if there is blood, we will certainly smell it. <laughs> uh, That's intimidating. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to feel about that. But there will, there will be the um, the gauntlet. That's that's going to be happening. So there will be blood, but there's a potential for the unchained to make a very important move on an almost on the scale of war, probably. Hmm. The wolf kind do not interfere with the affairs of the people of Monomi. Why should this be any different? Because the Unchained wish to bring... They wish to unchain the Crooked Father, which in turn would destroy all things living, including you and every other wolf, and every person, the trees... The world, everything. Okay. Roll me a persuasion check. Six. Oh, oh. my God. Can I, like, help him? <laughs> Draw. Let me explain it to you in wolf speech. <laughs> try. I, I rolled. I rolled a. I rolled a contesting roll here. Um, if you can think of a way to help him in this endeavor, you can give him advantage on the roll. What was chained uh... will be unleashed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dangerous thing to say, Chris. Do you say that, Chris? Yeah, we did it with Kilmont, and he started freaking out. So I, I, I say it. You say it, and there was a. Um, there is an. Almost like a, it's almost like an audible whisper. It's weird. It's like a breeze that blows through this cavern, which is strange because there's definitely no wind moving through here. And the few torches that are lit around the room dim and flicker. And there is just a wrongness that waves across the crowd of wolves. And you see them, their ears tucked down. And their hackles are raised. And Nero says, Do not, do not, do not summon this darkness. I cross my arms. Do you believe us now? I believe you. Then be there. But my Tommy gun don't. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me another <laughs> persuasion check. Van, uh, Vance York. Vince. That's an 11. 11. <laughs> Well, I got a good old plus one to that bad boy. It meets, so here's what I'm, I'm going to say. It is as I said before, Kjorg, the wolves do not interfere with the affairs of 
of the free people of Manumi, and we do not enter into your cities and your homes and your villages and your towns. But if we sense the movement of shadow, we may offer our aid. Well, we'll see what happens. Indeed we shall. Okay, you guys leave? Yeah. We yeah. got to go. Project Fine Claren. You are a part of our pack now, Jorg. At least as long as you maintain this curse. Sorry. There may come a time. Hold on. <laughs> are you asking if we're gonna if he's gonna turn you guys into one? Like is that what's happening? No, I was gonna say are me and Chris a part like of Like stepbrothers? I'm a girl, but yeah. Like, are we a part of the family, too? Are we a part of your pack? There may come a day when we will call also upon your aid, champion. I would be glad to help. He gives you a nod. I give him a nod. The wolves part, uh, making a way for you all to exit the same way that you came in. You turn and head that way? Yeah. Yes. You are going through the tunnel? Uh, going out the way that you came and making your way toward Dimmerhold. One day is left, this day, until your turn in the gauntlet. What's your plan? What are you going to do? We're going to smell out where Claren is. you try to smell out Claren? And then go have a nap. And then do the, the thing. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. So oh. we got all day. So, But who knows how long it'll take to get Claren. And who we'll see. Him. Yeah. I mean, it might be noon. I mean, it might be noon by now. You know what I'm saying? But like you guys have pretty much a whole day ahead of you. And you're heading toward Dimmerhold. Uh, you need to find Claren. You also need to speak to yeah. Duron Shattershield. And there is the gauntlet. So maybe. Wait, we have to fight today or tomorrow? Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should go to the king. But the gauntlet's going on right now. So, should we go talk to the king and then find Claren, or? Well, if it's the middle of the day, don't you think the king would be at the gauntlet for whatever trial or, you know? Oh, it's like it's going full-fledged now. Like, we're out oh, of trials. Okay. So this is the gauntlet. Maybe this would be the best time, though, to actually sniff out uh, Claren. While everyone's distracted by the gauntlet. Unless Claren's yeah. just at the gauntlet. You shouldn't have said that. I mean, he's definitely not, but I mean, he could be. You don't know where he is. So, I guess that's our plan, Kyorgi. Uh Do you think Smokey could find Claren better than Kyorg? <gasps> I'm, I'm asking this to Mogert. Two's better than one. I mean, he's probably driving Juniper uh, insane. It, it has been a few days. We're going to go get smoky. So to the end first. Okay, so uh, as you guys exit, you climb your way back out the way that you came, out into the snowy, icy forest, and you head toward the majestic, open entrance to Dimmerhold. That is where we're going to end this week's episode of Make Believe Heroes. Nice. Nice. Hey. Awesome. Thanks for listening. Hey. It's been a lot of fun. Hey, you. No, you thanks <laughs> hey. for listening. You. 
It's Roberto. Hey, Come back Roberto. from the dead. Uh, uh, R.I.P. Rip. Welcome. You were the best of us, Roberto. Goodbye. Uh, hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Make Believe Heroes. Hope that you've enjoyed it. So, Jorg is definitely a werewolf. And it seems like it's a mixed bag. You know? We're almost a part of a pack. And so. maybe the werewolves will help, or the wolves would help if the Unchained show up. Maybe. So you kind of maybe did that. Maybe. Maybe. Also, maybe, maybe not. You just never know. They're they're cool. They'll be there. No worries. But hey. If not, I'm killing Nero. We're Nira. family. <laughs> family. Nero would eat you in one bite. One bite, you'd just be Dude, gone. Nero be would like, get smacked. You'd be minced meat. You'd get smacked. <laughs> no, you would be a Anyway, snack. thanks for listening. We love you guys. We hope that you enjoyed it. We look forward to continuing our adventure next week. Who knows? Maybe this be someday Claren <laughs> will be found Chicken. and returned to the party. Uh, but until next week, you'll just have to wait to find out. Yeah. Uh, adios, muchachoritos. Adios, amigos. Adios, burritos. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Chris and well, we still don't know what's up with Claren. He did. I think him and his dad are playing baseball. <laughs> They're playing. Hey, Dad! <laughs> I'm gonna go play catch with my dad. Catch the ball, son. Dad, can you play catch with me? Catch the ball, son. <laughs> Come on, let me throw it. You gotta catch it real good, okay, son? You ready? You drop the ball. Prepare to die. <laughs> You're dead. And now we D and D. Okay. Roll perception. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Oh, that was fast. Roll um, initiative. <laughs> no, I'm just Put teasing. Put on your armor. Hurry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming around. Anyway, she uh, she <laughs> says, follow me. And Nero has now stood up and is walking forward and like leans his head down toward yours. And he's huge. Oh, he did. He's huge. <laughs> his big old head is leaned down right in your face, and like his his nose, his his nose is like it's almost touching your nose. <laughs> okay, okay. How do you do it? I don't. So you just slaughter people? Hey Kyor, you got that jerky? Show it to him. See if he... Occasionally. Well, uh, no, I won't say occasionally. Let me see. How, occasionally. How I, uh, occasionally. And I, uh, I feast I on a few I children. I, I slaughter villages of people. I just uh, eat children. I feed uh, my children. <laughs> I am a beast. <laughs> I smack him on the nose and I say, sit. <laughs> you can't oh my goodness. You can't reach his nose. I got a staff. Leave me alone. <laughs> get a, get a stepladder. Pull it over. Climb to the top. Slap him on the nose. Now sit. So, I would be glad to help. He gives you a nod. I give him a nod. All the wolves take turns sniffing your butt. Do it back. It's courtesy. I sniff their butts. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, kidding. Oh, 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 oh. oh, this is Kjorg. Oh, it's Kjorg. Oh, my God. Oh, Kjorg. It's Kjorg. Oh, you're cured. 